Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness? Have you been considering seeing a therapist, but you're not sure where to start? BetterHelp will assess your counseling needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so you can start getting the support you need online in under 24 hours. Special offer for Anxiety Slayer listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. We are so glad that you're with us today as we celebrate our 11-year anniversary. We hope that you've checked out our special offerings at Anxiety Slayer for the rest of the month. You've got a couple days left. Hey, Ananga, how you doing? Hey, Shen. So here we are wrapping up our 11-year anniversary and talking about something that I think is so incredibly powerful, the stigma of anxiety and mental health challenges. And this has come up quite a bit recently with some of our listeners to address this. Yeah, I think stigma is such a painful thing to be on the receiving end of. It does great harm. And sometimes people living with anxiety or with invisible illness say that, you know, it's as painful as the thing they're already living with, sense of judgment, feeling less than. So we're going to be talking about how that impacts us and what we can do to support ourselves. And really, stigma marks a person as different. The World Health Organization defines stigma as a mark of shame, disgrace, or disapproval, which results in an individual being rejected, discriminated against, and excluded from participating in a number of different areas of society. And um, I believe you cited that at beyondblue.org. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just reading that and thinking about some of the things that we've witnessed over the years and and even more personally, some of the things that I've watched my daughter experience as she's been navigating through some anxiety issues in her young life. And, and it's, it's really true. People uh, who don't understand or who are in that judgmental place or that poor perception place will often think that this is something that, you know, suck it up. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Or that kind of thing. Yeah, stigma exists between individuals as a perception of difference, and that never feels good. And when that idea of difference is applied to our mental health, it can make us feel isolated, or there's that pain of feeling perceived as weak or less than or less able to cope. Right, which is so not true. Yeah, and we can already be doing it to ourselves. Yeah, of course. And and that some people still believe that anxiety is not a real condition or that it's something that can and and should be, as I mentioned earlier, just snapped out of, like get over it. Yeah. And it's just not the way of real experience when you're suffering and when you're dealing with a fragile mind. Yeah. And I always think, you know, good luck to you. If if that's your (laughs) attitude, good luck. Because the only way really any of us can understand what another's going through. I know many of us extend ourselves in empathy, but that true understanding comes from experience. It sure does. And I think it's also important to note that some people project non-empathy, not in a sense that there's 
a reality in the fact that they're coping better than you, but some people cannot bear to acknowledge the faintest hint of the possibility that they might not cope. Right. Sometimes there's a real rigidity in the mind where people will say, you know, well, I wouldn't do that or I wouldn't feel like that. And it's really brittle. But if you look at it and look under it, sometimes it's that there's fear there. Often it's that there's fear there. The experience that they're projecting is awful and it's very difficult to live with, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're coping less well than somebody else that purports to be free from such things because everyone tastes fear in their life right. in some way or another. The thing that really irks me about stigma and projection and judgment is that this negative perception often leads to someone suffering greatly with anxiety and then trying to mask it and avoid sharing their challenges or asking for support because of that that projection, that judgment of of weakness, of separateness, of of all of that is such a non-compassionate stance. And, and that reflects poorly on, of course, the person projecting the opinion, and then it can make the suffering even worse for those who are in that space of, of really feeling very, very fragile. Yeah. And I, I find that heartbreaking, really. It is heartbreaking. When you think of somebody suffering so much and they're trying to reach out and they're just being shunned or or judged. And I, I think, Shan, for us, that's a real driver behind that, the work we do to always say, you know, you're not alone. We're here. We understand. And to always show compassion. Mm. Let's talk about stigma being a poor perception. Yeah. I mean, as we've already touched on, I think it reflects more heavily, although the experience is intense when you're on the receiving end, I believe it reflects more heavily on the one who can't extend their mind and heart and show compassion. To the person who's suffering. I mean, that's to me, that's a it's a character flaw <laughs> of an extreme nature. It, it's not humane, it's not kind. Anxiety feels real and awful enough. Anyone who's felt it knows it all too well. And anxiety can make us doubt ourselves in so many ways, as we hear every day in our support group. And the stigma just deepens that doubt. So it's not just to me, a passive principle of non-empathy or non-compassion, it does harm. It's causing harm to, to those that are already suffering. And of course, we already know that anxiety often comes with a strong fear of rejection anyway. And so with the stigma, with the judgment, with the perception, with the projection, instead of feeling safe to reach out for help, we often isolate. And I know that the majority of our listeners can relate to that. I'll just go take a nap. I'll just go and oftentimes do the thing that can make it even worse because what you really need is a hug or to be heard or uh, to engage in, in something, in a practice. There's many practices that we share that can help you start to feel more calm and relaxed. Yeah, we need quality connection. Retreating in isolation is completely understandable, but you know, anxiety has that potential for disassociation and separateness inherent within the condition. So we really need connection. Mm, we do, and then here we are in the face of COVID nineteen, and and really locking down again. Uh, and so we have that kind of double edged sword. Yeah. 
So this is a time when even if you can't be with somebody face to face, you can have those conversations I mean, with somebody that you trust and somebody who understands you uh, or somebody who is can be very objective and and hear you out and offer support and love. After the break, we'll discuss what helps when you're feeling judged and rejected due to your mental health. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are stress and anxiety interfering with your happiness and preventing you from living your best life? There have been a few times in my life where I've needed some extra support and wish I'd had an option for online support. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And to be clear, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling business done securely online, and their service is available for clients all over the world. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling, and financial aid is available. You can start living a happier life today. And there's a special offer for all of our Anxiety Slayer listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. Before the break, we were discussing how stigma is a poor perception. Let's talk about how we can respond to this and, and what helps. I think the first thing, though, it's always a little challenging is to really soften to yourself and respond with self-compassion. Honor your experience of anxiety. You know that anxiety is real. You know how it affects you. And please know that you're not weak and you're certainly not alone. But self-compassion, softening. If you're not receiving compassion externally, really make it an active practice to bring it internally, bring it to yourself. And seek support where you feel safe. If you're met with stigma from someone, they are not the person to share with. Neither are they qualified to hear you. Anxiety is a life-altering condition that really deserves support from someone who understands what you're going through and can hear you out with complete respect and without judgment. It's one of the reasons why I'm so grateful to partner with you, Ananga, as we've grown together and experienced so much in our lives over the years, the way that you've supported me and and so many that you coach with your kindness and understanding. Because I do go to that place where where, um, I feel weak or don't want to be weak, or my conditioning says it's not okay to to be in in that space as many of our listeners feel. So I just want to take that moment to say thank you for all that you do to help everyone you touch feel safe and supported. Thank you, Shan. Once you know what something feels like, it's painful to see others suffer. So I think we have a duty if we've learned what helps to to share it. You know, in the past, I've shared that I'd had an anxiety episode, a really heavy one, actually, that was one of those magical days where it came up and got me apparently out the blue. I sat opposite this counselor and she just stared at me. And I was looking at her thinking, you have no idea not only what an anxiety attack feels like, but how to support it, how to show compassion or how to give tools. 
So that's the thing I love about any form of coaching is a coach is someone who knows how to do what you want to do. So in the case of anxiety, knowing how to stop an anxiety attack, knowing how to understand the different ways that the mind works. And the teachings from Ayurveda are, are just gold in that regard. Because when, when you say to me, you know, I can go to that place where I'll start picking myself over or thinking, you know, come on, I just haven't got a handle of this. Mm-hmm. There's a little bell in my head that says, bitter mind. That's bitter. So that's a tendency that's there. And I like it that you said conditioning because it is conditioning and conditioning can be worked with and it can be changed. Mm-hmm. So there's all these clues in our languaging and in the way we express anxiety, whether we know, okay, this is Pitta, one of the mind types in Ayurveda that's got the upper hand here, or this is Vata. And then we know how to respond to that and how to support it. And that's just such a beautiful part of Ayurveda is that deep compassion and deep opportunity to really understand ourselves and support ourselves and work well with our nature rather than fighting with it or feeling that it's not up to scratch because that's never the case. It's just don't try and be a a leopard if you're a rabbit. Be a great rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) It's just knowing who we are and doing the best we can with it. Yes. And remembering that the mind, our mind, all of our mind, not just the person who experiences anxiety, are delicate and easily disturbed. And Ayurveda teaches us that we don't all have the same level of mental resilience, but this isn't seen as a weakness, but rather a tendency or a quality in the mind that needs support. And that's why we share so many different exercises and tools and courses and all in all of the podcasts and everything, because when you start to dial into your mind and have a better understanding of how to be sweet with it and how to support it, it's amazing how much better things get. Stigma is a brittle perception that doesn't make allowances for the formative experiences, conditioning, or traumas of others to leave their impression. Yeah, we have to make allowances for the things we've been through are going to affect us, they're going to shape us. They can inform us and teach us as well. And that's the ideal that we learn deeper compassion, we learn deeper empathy, we take the knowledge from the experiences we've been through, and we learn to work with and release the trauma, and we can do that. We can learn to release trauma from our body and our mind. And that's definitely work that we should embark on. Eastern sciences like Ayurveda, yoga, and energy psychology, which is the science behind EFT tapping, they all give understanding on the impact of anxiety and trauma in our lives. And they also offer support on how to release trauma and how to support and release anxiety. So there's work to do, but we can do it. And I think the key thing when challenged with stigma, when we receive those responses from others, is to find people who do understand, whether it's in a book, in a support group, on a podcast, or with a really great friend. Find those that do understand and have the conversations you need to have where they're safe, but also be kind to yourself. Everyone's struggling with something, whether they can bear to show it or not, or whether they fully realize it or not. Everyone's carrying something, and it's brave to live with anxiety. I like um, the quote that says, courage is fear walking. Courage doesn't mean that you're not scared. 
it means you're scared and you do it anyway. And for anxiety sufferers, they're living like that every day. Yeah. So go where you can be heard. Go where the stigma isn't present and get the support you need and you deserve. Mm. Thank you so much for this conversation. I'm glad that we had this chat and we're so grateful for all of you who listen in every single week. As you may know, this month we are celebrating our 11-year anniversary and we're having a huge sale on all of our anxiety relief courses. If you've been thinking about a course, mulling it about, now is the time because you have two days left to get 50% off all of our online courses in the Anxiety Slayer Academy. Visit anxietyslayer.com or anxietyslayer.teachable.com and explore our course offerings. And if you find a course that is a good fit, all you have to do when you check out is use the coupon code half price sale and you'll get 50% off. And again, thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We are so grateful for you and look forward to coming back next week with a new episode. Thanks, Ananga.